got $700 for a fucking desk? Yeah, for like a school desk. I'm going to go check Amazon right now after I get through Why all Why are these- they so expensive? I mean, because they're a specialty thing. Like, schools yeah, have to like, have them. That's insane. That's not cool. Okay, I can't find them. The last I saw, they were like five to seven. They were that's surprisingly crazy. expensive. But we got to... We gotta blow through this episode, but buddy, the fucking the lightning and the Bruins are playing today. Four fifty. Oh, but that's for two of them. Oh, that's not, that's a that's a deal. Yeah, so that's what it seems about like two twenty somewhere around there. Okay, that's not as bad as I remember. Yeah, that's still pretty insane though. I paid like sixty bucks for my desk. I think I, I didn't even pay for my desk. I just got it from Cody. No, you did it. <laughs> Which I think didn't Cody get it from CJ? Yes. Yeah. So we just—it's the friend roulette. We're just—we're passing along. It's this, the brotherhood of the traveling desk. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. We're learning left. I'm Raymond Voicell. I'm Billy Welch. And this is the podcast where two idiots discuss politics and theory alike. One of many. Have you been uh? You've been rehearsing intros in your spare time there. It sounds like they're starting to get cleaner. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're on another episode five. They're going to get cleaner. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, let, let's off, uh, start off the top with uh, the big thing that happened yesterday. Uh, obviously, you know, thoughts of go out to people of Beirut. Did you see that? Yeah, that was actually the first thing I was going to ask you because <laughs> I, I just saw like a lot on the Internet that like the entire city exploded. And I I know nothing about why or how or whatever. I mean, I mean it's still... Or in preliminaries of like figuring out what happened, but it basically looks like um, there was a storage facility of ammonium nitrate. Uh-huh. And from what I heard, it had been there for six years and ammonium nitrate like decays pretty easily. And also like once it starts decaying, it becomes unstable and explodes. Oh. So you have, so uh, ammonium nitrate is a fertilizer, but it's also used in like AMFO, which is a mining uh, explosive. Uh-huh. And basically what happens is there's two decomposition reactions. Finally get to use my like my failed chemistry degree on this one. But it basically it, it just it decomposes into either nitrous oxide or uh, uh, nitrogen and oxygen, which typically it kind of it, it would decompose into both at different rates kind of kind of thing. Yeah, like yeah the, no, the, I know all that stuff. I watch Mythbusters. But yeah, but you get how it would de- decompose into everything at once, but also at different rates. But basically, uh-huh. you know, you're getting a lot of pure oxygen in the like as this is decaying and you just need like one little reaction. And then this, you know, you get a chain reaction of like pressure where this thing eventually explodes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I just didn't know that it was just kind of like some freak thing and not like like an attack or something, because that was my first thought. Yeah, seeing you it saw, happen, but you saw a Middle, Middle Eastern city, and you're like, "Oh no!" Yeah, but like, cause it was <laughs> that explosion was fucking massive. It was big, but I mean, Ampho does blow up big, and it's a whole warehouse full of it. Yeah, like like I said, I watch Mythbusters. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw them blow up that fucking cement truck. Now imagine yeah. it that's doesn't a, seem it doesn't seem to have like the concussive power of C four, but like, well, no, I think it has more. Pretty. C4, I or think, maybe it was, more maybe it was the other way around. That yeah, C4, like, like, the explosions are prettier, but, like, the damage is not as good. I think so. But uh, bad? Bad damage, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Damage is bad. <laughs> damage, in this case, is bad, Billy. <laughs> yeah, in this... 
Well, I mean, part of so they should have just had a whole warehouse full of C four then. Well, C four is like inert, like it doesn't break down or anything. Yeah, yeah, and it's more stable and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but basically, uh, I mean, what you're seeing in the video is you're seeing partially vaporization because it's on the, uh, like it's on in the Harbor on the side of the water. So you're seeing some of that water just instantly being vaporized in addition to like, you know, uh, water, like humidity in the air. And also it's in the desert. So you're seeing like a lot of what you're seeing in that video is just like, like particles being vaporized or like dust and sand being just like pushed by the concussive force, which is kind of, yeah. Like yeah, that. no, like, 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 yeah, it definitely comes across like that. That like, there's like an initial explosion, and then like the wave of like a dust cloud and shit. Like yeah. That. Oh, I, I love the people coming out of the woodwork on Twitter. Like, this is a fucking tactical nuke. This is a Moab, and it's like, no, it's not. You fucking idiots. Like, because first of all, if it were like nuclear in any sort of way, if it were like a planned nuclear explosion, people's phones wouldn't be, uh-huh. like they wouldn't be recording after the fact. You know what I'm saying? Really. Well, yeah, because typically with nuclear explosions, you get a EMP effect. So it, it disables like like electronics turn off because it sends like an yeah. electromagnetic pulse out. So like your phone's electronic. It would, yeah, I know. I watch Mythbusters. Yeah, it would destroy your phone. <laughs> so like, yeah, okay. the, like you've seen the videos where it's like the wave comes and like someone's in like their fucking car and like they get back up and like, what the fuck just happened? Oh, uh, yeah. You wouldn't get that because the phone would have shut off. So it's clearly okay, not yeah. so that's why the Unabomber. That's why the Unabomber didn't take a selfie, right? I mean, it was also nine. Oh, I know. And the Unabomber was, I forget when the fuck he was. I, I was thinking Timothy McVeigh. But so actually this. Wait, no, hold Maybe I got it mixed up. The uh, like, fucking Oklahoma City bomber. Japan. No, Japan. That's what. World War II. Oh. Not the, the Unabomber. Did you call the, I'm talking about. <laughs> the Enola Gay? <laughs> yeah, that one. That yeah, was the name of the, the fucking plane. But yeah. Or whoever the pilot was. Whatever. I don't know. So that's it's what you're here for. But uh, I don't know the fucking name of the pilot. That was. But uh, so the explosive. Yeah, I'm not googling that. Uh, but it's basically it, it it's similar to the. Uh, do you remember the Oklahoma City bombing when we were kids? Yes. It's sim like he basically made a fertilizer bomb uh, with ammonium nitrate. So it's pretty similar to that. Or also, do you remember like also when we were kids and like they'd find cars with fertilizer in the back like near Times Square and be like, "What the fuck is this?" And yeah. like shut down half of New York for a day. Like yeah. that happened a couple of times. It, it, this is what can happen with that. Oh, okay. But it's also legitimately a fertilizer and they use it in mining. But so uh, obviously, b- besides people who think it's some weird tactical nuke, there are uh, conspiracies now already about uh, people are starting like the conspiracies about what happened. Which, oh, cool. Are we going to have another conspiracy episode? Uh, well, no, we're just going to go through a couple short conspiracies because we have some good stuff to get into in a minute. Uh, oh, okay. So there seems to be a pretty clear division on left and right in terms of like, it's pretty clear and you know more information will come out that it's just ammonium nitrate improperly stored for six years will eventually ignite. Like that's just a thing that happens. Yeah, okay. People yeah. on the right think, think that it was Hezbollah because they are originated in um, Lebanon, even though they don't really don't, they're not really all that active in Lebanon anymore. And they really, uh, they just, they don't, they haven't really <laughs> done a whole lot of things other than fight against ISIS and, uh, in Syria lately. So it doesn't really okay. seem like, I don't think it's Hezbollah. And that's just, uh, and that's just some organization or like, yeah, it's another, like, uh, it's just another what's considered a terror organization in the Middle East. Okay. Uh, but they fight against ISIS. You just said, yeah, they don't like ISIS, but it's a the bad OGs, organization. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the OGs don't like ISIS. 
Okay. Back in my day, so, we mailed anthrax. We didn't we didn't send a gif of it. Yeah, I mean, I don't like know. That, that just seems like that joke. We cut that joke. <laughs> I'm not cutting anything. That's not happening. That's fair. But no, what are you saying? Um, but I mean, I was just kind of like, I, I don't know. I feel like maybe we could work out some kind of a like alien versus predator um, situation here. If that I mean, was he- the case, Hezbollah has also been in decline. They, I don't. They're not. They're not one of the big boys anymore. Eh, whatever. Uh, but so that's what the right thinks is that Hezbollah did it. Even though, what the fuck has oh, yeah. Hezbollah done? You didn't even, like. I forgot about Hezbollah. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, Hezbollah's main beef is with Israel. So, um, uh, yeah. Which segue to my next point: the left thinks that it's an Israeli op. Wait, so they both think that it wasn't an accident? <laughs> Basically, I mean, okay. the, to be honest, the Israeli one has a little has a little more like standing room. Uh uh-huh. Just because there was basically an explosion a month ago in like Iran that Israel, oh, yeah? yeah, that Israel basically all but took credit for, and the whole thing is like their prime minister is rearing to go through a whole uh, corruption trial, but he basically uh-huh. just keeps starting shit to basically be like, oh, we need to push it back because like we're now fighting someone, okay, which is something that's happened in Israel's past, um, but also like they do have a history with Lebanon. Um, because Lebanon is to their north and they've occupied land in Lebanon and Lebanon's been like, leave us the fuck alone. And that's why Hezbollah is a thing. But okay, once again, I just believe it's freak accident, but it wouldn't, it necessarily wouldn't be above Israel to do something kind of fucky. Like, Hey, we blowed up a thing. Wait, so is Hezbollah a Lebanese thing or? Uh, initially. I mean, the, the, it's one of those things where most sort of like terror groups, they start off in a place and then they just they go around town. You know, okay. they, they start because they're they're usually cell structured. So like they start up like we're initially based out of here, but like cells pop up around the the region. Okay, and I mean, I guess also they're not really kind of like like the nationalist type people and don't really I, yeah. I would assume not have the loyalty towards the country. Yeah, there tends to not necessarily be like nationalism as much wrapped up in like. A lot of Middle Eastern like terror groups and stuff like that. It's more about like, I mean, regional, but also just it's it's, it's a religious thing. It's like part. I mean, yeah. par- partially. I mean, they they more than anything prey on people that aren't partic- like. It's not necessarily about religion for them. It's just like we want to be left the fuck alone, and that's where mm. it kind of. Well, I mean, because I, I was just thinking like, why would a group from Lebanon blow up a city in Lebanon? So yeah, I but mean, I mean, if that doesn't really play a factor into their mindsets, anyways, then I guess it doesn't matter. But also, if they're—I mean—they're a Muslim group. Why would they want to blow up a city that's primarily Muslim? I don't know. That's the right. <laughs> I mean, that would be my first question. Like, why would that'll they be our, that'll be our that'll be our next podcast? <laughs> ask the right. Learning left and ask the right. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the kind of shit I've been I've been seeing from right wingers on Benny Shaps, and then left wingers are more like, eh, probably Israel. But ultimately, where I land on it is, it was probably just. An accident waiting to happen. Yeah, and I mean, you're the expert, so. Yeah. On, well, <laughs> not really on Beirut, but uh, I, I know my ammonium nitrate. Uh, but once again, thoughts go out to the people of Beirut. You know, that really sucks. Like, yeah. and it's crazy because, like, you hear about these things occasionally. Like, it'll be like, oh, there was a factory fire in Bangladesh. Or, like, there was, like, a big explosion in downtown, blah, blah, blah. This is the first time I really, mm. really remember, like, seeing seeing it like that. Like, 
like the yeah. footage is the footage is striking because it's like there's a bunch of different angles of it. Uh-huh. Like I think we've all seen the one with the guy on like the balcony. Like that's the one that I saw passed around the most. But like I've seen people like on the yeah, water yeah. and like in their car and like mm. all looking. It's just it's it's not like like a looks like a highway on the outskirt of the city, like on the that one. Yeah. Which is where I feel like I got the fullest effect of how big the the boom was. But on to lighter news. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I oh, mean, I mean, I wanted to segue into Turkish femicide, but if you want to go elsewhere with that, that's totally cool. Turkish femicide? Uh, yeah, Turkish I don't know. I've just been seeing a lot of... Yeah, um, I just found out that... Um, have you seen that, like, challenge on, um, like, Instagram and, like, stuff like that with girls oh, posting black and white photos? Yeah. I've seen yeah, that. I just found out that the source of that is to spread awareness for the femicides that go on in Turkey all the time. Yeah, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about that. Uh, I mean, I do know about their, the whole shit against the Kurds, but with Erdogan, their president, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Well, I mean, just from what I see, just like a lot of husbands just like kill their wives and daughters and stuff like oh, oh that all shit. I'm, time over I know, there. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like it's just. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's and then they just get like a slap on the wrist, and it's like, yeah, whatever. Which that's a shitty. Yeah, no, that's no, that's pretty fucked. Yeah, yeah, and then I saw like, I just kept seeing shit, which was weird. Where it was just like someone would post one, not knowing what the challenge is about. It was just people were like nominating people, like take a black and white photo of yourself, and then people would kind of like jump on yeah. this whole like, well, you know, you know, start out for like women in Turkey, blah blah blah, and it's just like. There is a point where I think can people just like let people just fucking use their social media. Like not everything has to be a politicized yeah. challenge, even though yeah, it's shit. Like like I like yeah, of course women being murdered by their husbands in Turkey, shit, but like stu- it's it's like a game of telephone. By the time it gets back over like here, like no one remembers mm-hmm. why we're doing it. Yeah, like I it took me like cause I was seeing that stuff for weeks before I saw anything about what it was actually about. And like, I don't know, you would think that to participate in something you would want to know but i mean it's kind of the same thing that happened with like the blackout tuesday during the the start of the protests where it was like it was like people were doing with good intention but it was you know it was blocking like actual information like like because it got mixed up with the black black banners like pro like uh hashtag which people were using to share information Uh uh-huh but on to lighter i thought instagram (laughs) wasn't working for that day i don't know oh was that was uh I hear you saying. Uh, lighter news. Yeah. Uh, DHS has <laughs> uh, leaked DHS um, documents reveal that they're basically they've been profiling Antifa and uh, podcasters who they. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, cool. w- one one of the names I know specifically is uh, Brace Belden. Uh, he's part of a, a podcast called True Anon. Uh, he also shows up on Chapo from time to time. Uh, pretty cool dude. Of course. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, he was involved in, um, he went to, uh, I think fucking Syria. Yeah, he, he joined a Kurdish militia in the Syrian war, which if you don't know about the Kurdish people, um, they basically have the YPG and they tend to be like a more like Marxist like society, like in Rojava, like it's part of Rojava. Like they basically just had like a Marxist like society. Can you just do that? Yeah, they're like, it, 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 I mean, it's Marxism. And like, like the Kurdish don't build ethnic lines. Like, it's all based around, do you want to help and can you help? Like, the Kurdish okay. are pretty egalitarian in that huh. in that sort of way. 
Uh, but yeah, he just went there and he volunteered to fight against ISIS. Okay. He just he he joined uh, the YPG uh, with them, and like I think he was just there for like a couple of years, and then he came back. The um, he, he went there for a couple of years and came back. No, the what's the YPG? Are you getting lag or something? Uh, might be. Um, the YPG is yeah, you the are. People it's taking you a long time to respond. Oh, uh, we'll fix it in post. Uh, it's the uh, People's Protection Unit. It's YPG because it's in a different language. Gotcha. But so he was involved with that. And then after that, uh, he came back uh, in 2018. He was involved with basically um, with unionizing uh, a big brewer, uh, craft brewery in San Francisco, uh, which they got that passed and became unionized. OK. Um, and then started podcasting more and getting involved with other podcasts, blah, blah, blah. Um but there was basically leaked DHS documents that were talking about Antifa and Antifa and them being domestic terrorists and like basically trying to like proclaim that people like like him and people like him are fucking extremists who went to the Middle East for training. Like th- there's a whole uh, lot of great. I mean, I can see how that doesn't look great on paper, but he went there to fight ISIS. Yeah. I mean, fair, but like, I don't know, like from like, eh. like but also I guess like, went, the Kurds are on paper, our ally. He went to fight with our ally. Uh, OK, well, then. That's yeah, stupid. like the Kurds know, like the Kurds get fucked over by us regularly and know they're going to get fucked over by us regularly. Uh, like earlier, I think it was earlier or late last year when we uh, we withdrew from uh, the Turkish Syrian border, I believe. Mm-hmm. Which basically Turkey wants to get rid of all the Kurds, so they started bombing Rojava. But like, the the, the Kurds saw it coming, so they're like, "Fuck it, we built tunnels." <laughs> but like, if you ever hear this guy speak, like this guy's, I mean this this dude is like he's not there's what? he's not like a Middle East like he's not like a like some sort of extremist or like he's not trying to like be a terrorist like he's a podcaster. Oh, the podcast guy. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, and even like the Kurdish, like once again, they're our allies. But they're trying to pen people like that. And the the Twitter reaction was half horrified, like, oh, my God, they're starting to do it. Like, like they don't do that to fucking like neo-Nazis. But they're starting to do it for people who are like, hey, maybe poor people and black people should have it a little better. But yeah, they might need to get their priorities straight. Like there's literally not been an attributed death to any sort of like Antifa or left wing like violence, really. Mm-hmm. Um. How many right wing like how many school shooters or mass shooters have we found? Like, oh, this is a right wing extremist. How many? How I don't we know. Fa- I never, I've never really looked into the the politics behind the shooters. I mean, that's the th- that's why. Like, I assume every- a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why. Like, after every shooting, like you see people like fucking Tucker, Tucker Carlson. I was calling like Tuckle Cuckle. Tuckle Cuckle. Uh, Tuckle Car- <laughs> Tucker Carlson or like Ben yeah, Shapiro. Tuckle Cuckle, all right. Tuckle Cuckle or uh, Ben Shapiro are always like, they're always like, don't read the manifesto, don't believe what they like, don't look into what they believe because it's all every time it's like, it exactly what they believe. Exactly. Like, it, uh, you know, it's like when you look at, um, we've been, it's been a while since we had a mass shooting, so it's hard for them to come to mind right now. But uh, well, that's good though. Yeah, well, it's because people are now, that's why there hasn't been one. Um, hey, whatever the reason, it's still good. <laughs> but you, like, you, you see these people, and like, you look at like their Twitter history, and it's like they're following like Ben Shapiro and shit like that. And it's like 
and then they're, uh, they they leave manifestos that are very like you know the right wing in charge, and the whole idea is just like like this only happens on one side, and they yeah. and they keep like trying to obfuscate this thing. Like both sides do it. Like Antifa violence is as bad as all the right wingers who like go off and start shooting because you know they believed in shit they read on eight chan or some shit. Mm. See that kind of gets me thinking though. Like I wonder if there's ever been like a crossover. Um, between like just someone who's just really popular on the internet or whatever that everyone also seemed to follow. Like, hey, all the mass shooters subscribe to PewDiePie on YouTube. So well, like PewDiePie must PewDiePie is not a good example. Okay, yeah, but like he said the N-word that one time. Probably maybe more. I don't know. I know for sure the one time. But like, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like all these guys like Smosh or some shit. So like is Smosh breeding mass shooters? I don't know, but a smosh the reference you want to go with for popular YouTubers in 2020. <laughs> uh, who, who, um, shit. I don't know. Yeah, I guess who, I'll go with that. I don't know. Who the fuck's on TikTok? Who's popular on TikTok? Uh, Addison Ray. There Charlie, we go. Whatever the hell. I don't yeah, know. yeah. One, one of them. But yeah, yeah that, 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 but the other half is just people. Uh, like I was saying, like, half was people who are deeply concerned at like what the fuck are the like are the FBI doing, which is just, you know, more proof that the FBI is never on the side of the left. Never believe that cops are on your side. If you're even the littlest bit liberal or left, but also, um, what is it? The other half were just on Twitter. were just laughing. Cause they're like, really that dude, you think he's a dangerous threat? Yeah. Like just really, like to get superficial, his voice is like higher pitched and nasally than mine. Okay. But that's about all I have to say about that. You know, something to keep an eye out. Um, uh-huh. Wait for them to get them pages on uh, Robert Evans. Yeah. What? Okay. So, like, I just, since you explained it to me, like, a long time ago now, um, what, like, Antifa is, it just doesn't make any sense to me how it's constant. This, what you've told me is a non-existent group, like, it's not like an organization that's yeah. just constantly getting blamed for all this stuff. When the root of the name is anti, like something bad. Yeah, it's literally, so like, like I've, I've said in the past, I think part of the problem is reporting. I think people, we need to stop saying antifa and we need to start saying the full fucking thing, anti-fascist, because it's easy for you, people you to be. Like, oh, uh, like I said, we need to start saying the full thing, anti-fascist, not antifa, uh-huh. because. It's a lot harder for people to argue against anti-fascism because at that point, uh-huh. you're like, are you fascist or are you anti-fascist? Like, there's mm. two sides. This is a this is very much a binary choice. Yeah. Because even those who are not anti-fascist but aren't fascist, like this is kind of that fight where it's like any like fascists grab onto any sort of um, ambiguity. So if you create ambiguity by not being explicitly against fascism, that mm-hmm. is effectively as good as being for fascism. Okay. But also the big thing is like, yeah, that like anti-fascist protesters, like it's, it's just, it's a loose conglomeration of just people who are like, yeah, I don't like Nazis. Like, and sometimes they meet up and they set up certain things where it's like, Hey, like we're a bunch of protesters and we set up like, you know, we made a bunch of lunches or like we have a grill. So we started doing lunches or like we all have medical training. So like we set up a little tent. So that way, if anyone gets hurt, including the fascists, we mm. will we'll make sure they get immediate medical attention. OK, so you mean an actual like event kind of things, because when you said they just like get together, like I'm pretty sure every like time I've hung out with like friends and stuff, we were all against Nazis. Is that an Antifa like 
get together at that point? <laughs> Depends on how the law wants to interpret that. <laughs> we might be heading that way, and that's yeah. kind of score scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's people like they keep trying to want to define it in this narrow field of like they think of it as like well, you know, neo Nazis and the KKK like they have organization and structure like they're a thing, and it's like. Anti like there's not an anti-fascist sign-up sheet. Yeah, it's an ideology. It's not an organization. Mm. Well, Look, do do those other things have sign-up sheets? Uh, the KKK might. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, they're but they're typically like those kind of things are like chapter-based. Typically, like you know, like it'd be like you know, if you join like the Aryan Brotherhood, typically, I mean, typically that's like a prison thing. But it's like you know, gotcha. you join, you you would be like, I join, you know, at this prison, or like if it's KKK, it'd be like you typically be based on like counties and stuff like that. Fun fact: someone I know uh, used to date a guy who had joined an Aryan Brotherhood in prison. Oof! Yeah, he had a tattoo and everything. Like, was he? Was he like legit? Like I'm a Nazi now, or is he just like I, I had to do what I had to do in prison? He, he, uh, he, he talked about it like it was just like what he had to do to like survive in there. But then he started giving me like book recommendations, and I'm like, I don't think you've like abandoned these thoughts you had. <laughs> <laughs> what were the book recommendations? Do you remember? Was it like the time? Um, what the fuck was it? Uh, it was called like the hunter or something. I don't know. It was like 10 years ago. Hunter. Okay. I, I was going to say, I was thinking, like I looked into it and it was some kind of like Hitler book. I don't know. Not, okay. Maybe not specifically Hitler, but like along, like along like the Mein Kampf lines, I guess. I don't know. I was going to say, cause it was like the Turner diaries or like the, the protocols of the elders of Zion. Like, yeah, that's a little Nazi. I mean, even this fucking Ben Shapiro's book, like that shit's fucking Nazi. I don't know if that was like how long's Ben Shapiro been? I mean like, he's doing shit. He's been around for a minute, but I don't think he started writing books till a couple years ago. Okay. Cause I didn't I don't remember ever even hearing about him back then. Like he he's been a he's been like a writer for a long time. It's just he hasn't gotten like the national prominence until like twenty sixteen. Gotcha. Which he really shouldn't. He's Jesus, I fucking hate Ben Shapiro. Don't get me started on Ben Shapiro. He he's should not, just go the L. Ron Hubbard route. He'd be more interesting. Yeah. Um, so, fuck, I got off topic. But uh, So, another thing that happened last couple days, uh, did you catch any of the Axios interview with Trump? Uh, no, I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, God. This fucking thing. So, it was an interview with Axios. It was pretty standard. Uh, just like, it was like, like one a station or like, I don't. Yeah, I think it's like an online thing. Oh, okay. But it was just him talking to a dude. I, I think they're based out of Australia. I'm not 100% sure. Why would they give a shit? I mean, fuck, it affects them. Actually, I'm, I'm going to look that up. Who the fuck Axios? But so the guy's talking to him, and it's like one of those one-on-one, like, they're just kind of talking, and, like, you know, they're in chairs opposite each other. I know Axios is American. It's American, yeah. Yeah. But fucking, so they're talking about, like, COVID and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, as obviously, like, what the fuck else are they going to talk about? Like, what about what what about them Yankees? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so Trump brings, uh, they're talking about the numbers and Trump's showing him like graphs and he just ha- has like these like loose papers <laughs> and like packets <laughs> and shit. And it's just like, no, look here, look here. This is good. And so what he's talking about and the reporter corrects him to his face. Mm-hmm. He's looking at it. He's like, no, uh, if you look at this, this chart, we're doing very good. And th- it, like, you literally see the reporter pick it up. 
And he just kind of looks at it, like kind of cocks his head. And he's looking at the graph. He's like, oh, here's the problem. Yeah, this looks good because you're looking at it as like death rate as opposed like deaths per like infection rate. So basically like deaths as part of the infected versus total or deaths as part of population. Uh-huh. Which is what we usually track out. Like because infection, like, like there is like, you know, it is a and effective to basically look at like how many people have it versus how many died. Like that's okay. Like that's gotcha. not, that's not useless center for information, but that's not the primary thing. We want to look about a, how many have died versus our population. And also like how many of our populations getting infected in general. But like, he's like, no, gotcha. you need it. But the reporter was like, no, like most com- countries and like everything we're like, we're looking at like death as part of like population, not death as part of infected. Mm. And then Trump's like, Oh no, you can't do that. Oh, you can. Huh? He like, and it's just this is the kind of <laughs> shit. fuck not, because he he just thinks you have to look at the number that makes him look better because it's the fucking business statistics, and this is what fucking drives me yeah. crazy about people who are uh-huh. like people who lionize business and like think that like business leaders are brilliant and blah blah blah. All businesses fucking do, and this is the same thing he's doing there is they take statistics and they find the ones that that just prove their point. They all operate off fucking confirmation bias. Yeah. Cause you can find a statistic that can back up really almost anything you want to say, but they just take it. Like it, it's like when oh thunder out here. Um, yeah. It's a, uh, it's like when you take like, um, it's like when you, uh, when you're at like a job and they're like, so we need this amount of productivity, which is basically like, it'll, it'll just be like, this is what productivity is is required because it's based on an average. What that doesn't take into account is the the variety of tasks available. So businesses go through and they just like, well, we expect this productivity because this is what we found the average productivity to be, which makes sense, right? Yeah, I guess. But it but it lacks context because it doesn't take into account context for what the task done is. So it's like like I work freight, you know, if I'm putting away like if they expect me to put away a certain amount of things per hour, like it's going to be easier to put away smaller things that are less heavy than like the same amount, but like fucking 50 pound bags of like shit. But yeah, like, you know, after you fucking censor my workplace, <laughs> I'll probably just cut that whole thing I set out. Okay. But I mean, it's not just that, but it's just the idea of like, I feel like business people in general tend to take statistics, like they, they'll, they take the numbers, they take the statistics and they just use them to reaffirm what they want to believe. Uh-huh. And not that other people don't do that, but like it, it's it's like in a science, you know, you take the statistics and you take the information and you're like, OK, what what does this tell me versus like, how can I use this to reaffirm what I want to believe or something like that, mm-hmm. which is kind of I mean, it's clearly what he wants to do with COVID statistics, because like he understands that people like basically anybody but like the hardcore fucking Trump people are they're off at this point. They're you know? off. They're yeah. off, they're off the Trump train. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, like yeah, like he understands his polls are tanking, blah blah blah. But he's just like, yeah, I don't think he knows there's like what he can do, even though people are telling him like, hey, just do this. Well, I mean, by your logic, he should just change the poll numbers to something that makes him look good. I would, I would not be surprised if he gets like doctored poll numbers, like. Well, like, I was saying just like a chart of people who don't want to vote for him, but make it seem like they're, it's the other way around or something. I don't know. I was imagining like, uh, Mr. President, 
we found out that you have a 100% approval rating, but it's like they called one house in Oklahoma. <laughs> like one landline. <laughs> or, I mean, they could just use a reverse timetable for his, um, or a reverse time, like, access for his, like, approval ratings. True. It's, gone, it's on the up and up. Um, <laughs> what you were saying about the uh, the Axios interview, though, um, which I meant to make this joke a long time ago, but you kept talking. Yeah. About when uh, the interviewer, who, by the way, uh, the interviewer, I assume who you think it was, Jonathan Swan, is just an Australian journalist who just oh, lives okay. here. It's not an Australian thing. It's just an Australian guy who works for Axios. But when you said he cocked his head and looked at, like, the chart that Trump was holding, I thought you were going to say he was going to, like, reach over and, like, flip it upside down. Because, <laughs> honestly, that wouldn't have surprised me either. Oh, shit. That'd be good. Uh, sir, why go Y go up, X go side. (laughs) 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 But if you look at it like this, it looks better. I don't think that's at all how Trump talks. No, that was more Bernie than anything. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I can't do impressions. We've been over this. I am once again asking you how to make this graph look better. I am once again asking you to send feet pics. Yeah. <laughs> I am once again asking you what happened if we accidentally kissed. Oh, <laughs> uh, that me that that was that was a good month. Yeah, no, it was fun. <laughs> Those January, like, uh, can it be January again? That was the, the good times, the before times. <laughs> <laughs> the, Bernie, the, the way way back. <laughs> Bernie was leading. He had a hot new meme, though, you know, wasn't a pandemic. (laughs) Well, there was still, wasn't there? The pandemic was just in, like, Asia. Yeah, but it was existing. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think scientists have basically said, like, this looks like it's basically been around since November. Yeah. But, yeah, so just, you know, Axios interview, you know, it was funny. Uh, Highly recommend watching it, because it's definitely, this man is scrambling, and, like, you can just, like, Dude, this like this dude's brain's fried. Like it's hard to like. Mm-hmm. It's almost kind of sad to watch. Yeah, I mean that's kind of like I only watch clips of his interviews just for like to see him fuck up and shit. Yeah, I think one of my favorites so far was um when they were asking him what his favorite Bible verse was. I thought that was pretty good. When he said two Corinthians. No. Oh, what the fuck he said? I mean, I don't know if he said that later or something, but he's like, mm, you know what I like? I just, uh, I like all the Bible. The Bible's so good. I like the whole thing. I can't, can't pick a favorite one because I like the whole Bible and blah blah. Like, you don't know, man. I just want like one person. Just say like John three sixteen or whatever like baseball fans <laughs> hold. I really, I really like Austin three sixteen. Uh, uh, no, is that a wrestling joke? That's a wrestling joke. Okay, because I don't remember the Book of Austin. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember? Did you not watch wrestling in the early 2000s? Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. That's how I said it was a wrestling show. <laughs> it was right after the Book of Randy. Randy um, 112, and God said, Oh, yeah! <laughs> the Book of Hogan. <laughs> Brotherlations. <laughs> uh, so, in some actual good news, uh, more uh, so more primaries have been happening. And these are like the actual like 
determining like districts and stuff for like uh, house reps and shit. Yeah. Um, Rashida Tlaib was was up for uh, being primaried. Uh, she's part of the squad. Are you familiar with that? Not at all. You know who AOC is? Yes. Uh, so basically, uh, do you know who Elon Omar is? Nope. Oh, so uh, there's like four, uh, like four female uh, fucking congresswomen who are part of what's called the squad, and they're like a young, they're, they're younger and they're like progressive. Like the whole thing is like they're they're ref- also sometimes referred to as Bernie crats. Okay. Because uh, they tend to you know support stuff like Medicare for all, single payer healthcare, uh-huh. that shit. Yeah, no, I get like AOC's like views on like things and whatnot. So if it's everyone along those lines, then yeah, yeah. So that's who Rashida Tlaib is. Basically, that also like people like the center, the centrist hater because she booed Hillary once, which is hilarious. Okay. Um, but uh, she won her um, she won her primary, which is good. Because um, people, you know, there was already centrist coming out the day of like, oh, she's gonna lose, ha ha ha, take off squad. Um, uh-huh. so what we're seeing is, um, but also, uh, Pramila Jayapal, also, uh, a more progressive candidate, uh, won her, uh, primary reelection. Uh, but we do have a, a, a new progressive Democrat who won their primary, uh, Cori Bush of, uh, fuck what's Missouri. Okay. I forgot. No I, relation. No. <laughs> um, she actually, um, she unseated an incumbent who had the seat for a while and his dad had the seat and they had between the two of them have had that same seat for 50 years. Oh, wow. And they're, I mean, they were Democrats, but they're like fucking like, they're like toe the line centrist. Let's not change anything. Democrats. And this is, this is St. Louis, Missouri. This is like around Ferguson and shit. Gotcha. Uh, she stands to probably win because I think he like, like I I think a Democrats at least held that seat for 50 years. Mm -hmm. So she'll probably win election. Uh, Get fucked losers. Yeah. But, you know, it's cool that, like, people people have been going on, uh, like, centrist about, like, how, you know, enjoy 2018 because, you know, the, the squad's going to start losing and, like, it's going to go back to the middle. Uh, and we've been seeing the opposite. We've been seeing more progressive, more left Democrats winning. That is good news. And it's also cool. I mean, it's also cool because it's like she's someone who's not like a. She's not a lawyer. She she was she's she's a nurse and a Black Lives Matter activist. Like I personally like seeing people from backgrounds that aren't just like I'm a lawyer or I'm like a I've you know ex military. Like get fucking other people in there. Like yeah. make it more reflective of like make Congress more reflective of the actual like fucking like um population fuck? constituents. Yeah, uh, uh, there's some like fucking jobs people do. Yeah. I mean, if, if we're like that, it'd be mostly Walmart workers, but fuck it. Uh. <laughs> Walmart workers yeah. are at least going to give us good I mean, it wage. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. When you look at the, like, the composition, it's mostly fucking lawyers. Like, yeah, fuck that. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm on her website. I'm just looking on her issues. Uh, some good shit. You know, she's got LGBTQ equality, immigration reform, prison reform, which is a big thing. Uh, gender equality, criminal justice reform. All good shit. Like, let's get that shit fixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, um my my favorite part is the investing in the social safety net. You know me. Um, Medicare for all, Green New Deal, and housing for all, which I think is pretty cool. That is cool. Because, I mean, my here's my whole thing. This is going to sound really fucking nihilistic. Okay. But stick with me. Okay. I think we're we are all entitled to the basic necessities of survival, which includes shelter. And this is because 
on its own face value, existence is a burden that no one asked for, but it is a burden. Like, none of us asked to fucking be here. I'm with you. None of us asked to exist. <laughs> Therefore, no, we, 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 we should have the shit we need to exist because it's not something that we did. Yeah. I didn't make my parents fuck. You didn't make your parents fuck. I you think. don't know that. <laughs> is there some weird, like, back to the future <laughs> situation going on? <laughs> Maybe. But uh, also campaign finance reform, economic justice, mm. all that shit. And good commercial shit. nihilism. And endorsed by fucking Bernie. Uh, all the good shit, but just, you know, congratulations out to uh, candidate Bush. First time I've said so, that in my, in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so just real quick, because you just said they're winning their primaries. For what, um, like, positions? Uh, I, think, I think all of them are... Uh, congressional house okay so they'll so be- not just like little like district things or whatever no 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 well like, is the congress just the house the house oh, represents no, districts inside gotcha. of the state okay but so is florida or our district gonna get squatted up anytime soon or i'm considering running in 2022 oh are you like i can be the token white man on the squad <laughs> <laughs> like where's raymond oh he's 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 out there somewhere. He just he likes to find and like it's like a I picture it's like a function like yeah. some sort of like thing where it's like you know hors d'oeuvres and champagne. It's like it's the rest of the squad. But it's like where would Raymond go? I don't know. He likes to go chat up uh, somebody handing out hors d'oeuvres somewhere. And it's just like me like squatting over the guy with the champagne like and let me tell you about Israel, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and you just hear one of them. No. What <laughs> good well, shit. I mean. It's nice to have a little good news. Yeah. Um, going back to um, bad news, though. Oh, no. Pretty, pretty bad news. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned it to you yet, um, but Bob Iger has not responded to my email yet. What? No, he hasn't. Bobby I ain't said shit yet? He has not. And I'm really disappointed. I thought he was going to be more. Uh, it's not punctual. But I mean, you've seen how long it's been taking them to build that fucking Tron coaster. <laughs> that's an old well, I mean, that's for you. Yeah. That's a I think there are extenuating. I don't know. Let's back the fuck up there. That Tron coaster has been being built for like three years. The fucking there, there's literally a roller coaster that just started being built in like fucking January in Islands of Adventure. And that shit's almost done. Yeah, but like. This is, Universal, a really deep, this is a really uni- deep theme park. Universal, Universal needs to do that shit. Disney can do whatever the fuck they want, and it doesn't matter. I don't know. Also, Universal just builds stuff and then doesn't tell people, and then it opens. And I think yeah. that's kind of a baller move. But, yeah. But, yeah. Disney's all about hype, though. You know, what's, you know what's really hype? Is you just see this thing being built, and you're like, what the fuck is this? I don't know. I feel like I'd be more hype if I knew what it was. I mean, I guess if I knew what it was and it wasn't something I cared about, then I wouldn't care. But like, if it, I knew it was something cool that I would like, then I'd be super hype. It's a giant roller coaster. You can see it through all throughout the park. Nah, man. This is way too much theme park talk for a politics podcast. I don't think it's enough. I don't know. We've because a lot of our episodes we so far like we don't stay on politics as much as we did this time. So I think that happen. Yeah, I know. So I just think because we stayed on topic so well today, good for us, <laughs> that maybe we deserve to go on some little tangents here. 
I actually think uh, it's about time to call it. Uh, I thought we had about 15 more minutes, but if you want to call it early. Yeah, I ain't got got no more news. Fuck it. Oh, okay. There's nothing nothing going on with you personally? How's your life doing? I don't talk to you other than this now. (laughs) I talk to you to to tell you when we're doing this. (laughs) That's basically (laughs) it. Because I don't want to ruin it, and that sucks, though. (laughs) Like, you just don't want to talk politics. Yeah, but that's that was the only reason I talked to you before. <laughs> no, you know that's not true, but still. But you know, um, but you know, we'll take this off pod, all right? Okay. I want I want them knowing how I'm doing. I like to I like to maintain the mystery. Uh, so like I don't know because I feel like they probably think you're doing bad. Oh, I'm always doing bad. I'm doing terrible. No, man, you got a lot of stuff going for you. I believe in you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, anyways thank you for listening to learning left i'm billy welch i'm rainboy cell don't forget to catch us on twitter at learning left uh as well as you know check out our patreon description and support us and give us a follow subscribe like and a rating if you can later mac later mac later mac